right, welcome to another episode of Bikini Things, you guys. Happy new week. Happy new, I don't know, new episode. So I wanted to start off, first of all, with a little bit of a big, well, actually I have two announcements. So a couple exciting announcements. Um, Number one, you guys probably noticed for a few weeks I was not posting episodes and I kind of got to a point where I was ready to give up on bikini things, which makes me really sad, but I was feeling super overwhelmed. Um, I have a hard time scheduling guests because in general, most of us in life are super, super busy. And even when I would schedule times with people, a lot of times they would ask to reschedule last minute. Um, I work a full-time job as a project manager. I work at an engineering company. I work business hours. And so squeezing these recording sessions in during my free time can be really challenging. So literally just getting the guests and making it happen every single week and being so consistent was definitely weighing on me. And I'm lucky that I have a very amazing friend, Jamie Davis, that kind of talked me out of it. So first exciting announcement is Jamie is like officially the new co-host of Bikini Things. <laughs> Woohoo! What so did she get herself into? <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Jamie. Um, so pretty much, yeah, this will just be kind of like our wrap sessions weekly when we feel like it, and we'll pick topics when we want to. We'll have guests when we can get them scheduled, but basically this, it sort of saved the podcast because I definitely couldn't do this by myself. And the episodes where I just talk or ramble are not as exciting, at least for me, and probably not for the listeners. So thank you so much for just being an awesome friend, and I'm excited to have you. Well, since we're we're on the topic already, I'm super excited to be here and be a part of it, but we're on the topic of relationships, and I pretty much like forced Laura to be in a committed relationship with me by (laughs) including myself on the podcast. Yeah, no, I think we we made a (laughs) pact this weekend that if we make it to our 40s, still single, um, we'll get married for tax purposes and we'll just be in an open relationship and it'll work out really well. And we'll just, we'll settle down somewhere in Southern California and it'll be a wonderful life together. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Laura's a babe. I mean, I I already call her and consider my, her, my spouse anyway. So Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a win. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) So we've already, we've got a plan B in place and, and we'll be all good. Um, so that's number one, very exciting announcement. So bikini things is not gone. It's gonna it's gonna be back and better than ever. So I apologize for kind of just ghosting you guys or not really saying what was going on. I didn't post anything on the Instagram for a few weeks. So um, I'm committed to it. I love podcasts. I love freaking talking about competing. So I'm really happy that I found a way to make this work. And I'm excited for for Jamie to be on board. So num- that's the number one announcement. And then the number two announcement is that we're gonna bring bikini things to another platform and that is soundcloud so i figured out how to upload episodes to soundcloud so on top of itunes bikinithings.com and youtube you will be able to get access to the podcast on soundcloud which is really exciting so just another another way for you guys to enjoy so now there's no excuses to miss an episode yeah no excuses (laughs) to miss an episode um so yeah so those are the announcements for this week um should we get into the topic for today yeah Okay. Rip the band-aid off. Rip the band <laughs> rip the freaking band-aid off. Okay. So this is an episode we wanted to have for a long time. We're gonna talk about uh surviving breakups, but this could also just be surviving dating apps, surviving dating. Surviving dating. <laughs> Let's start there. We'll start surviving with surviving dating bare minimum. It's kind of rough out there. So I've got obviously Jamie here, and then we've also got the lovely Mary Kate Brawlsford, one of my roomies. No <laughs> one the- can see me, but I'm waving. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mary Kate has her has her glass of her wine tumbler and she's ready to be here. <laughs> she's ready. She's like a somewhat willing participant in this episode. I forced her to be in this relationship too. I'm just forcing everyone. Yeah. Commit to me, damn it. <laughs> well, and if we're all gonna share our, you know, our horror stories or stuff that is not always so fun. It's better to have people to commiserate with and to share. And it just, it helps jog your memories for all those wonderful stories and life experiences that we've had that we've pushed way down and tried to tell ourselves we've forgotten about. So, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so this is a pretty big topic. Where do we even want to start? Like the, the first thing we had to talk about was just how to literally cope with a breakup or to cope when a dating situation doesn't work out the way you want it to. I think a lot of people, we were talking about this because I recently went through a breakup um, a while ago, but it was very intense because there was a lot of moving parts um, that weren't completely, it was very abrupt. I think the most important thing is don't cheat yourself of the grieving process um, because everyone grieves different. So if you're going through something, be vocal about it, but be reasonable and, and set goals for yourself. And it's okay to be sad. Like you had a life with someone and it was special and you shared memories and it's okay to acknowledge that. But at the same time, you have a choice. You can only sit in it for so long and then it's not healthy anymore. Um, and then it starts affecting you as a person or people around you too and and you start damaging other really great friendships or relationships that you have and I'm not gonna lie I felt like I got beat in the head with a baseball bat you kind of did though yeah it your your situation was pretty extreme so I mean and and I don't don't like talking bad about people so I'll keep it brief but to to find out someone is not the person that you thought they were is probably, in a way, it's almost a, a bit of a blessing because then you can grieve something. It's easier to grieve someone that's not actually real that wasn't who you thought they were than to grieve something that maybe just kind of drifted suddenly. Whereas somebody, if somebody did something really um, out of character or something that's not Oh, I think it's always easier to break up with someone. When somebody's done something wrong, I feel like it's so much easier to break up with them or just to move on because it's so obvious. Like, oh, they they cheated on me. They did this. They did that. Um, Okay, I'm done with them. And it's easy to write them off. When someone just kind of, when things are just not vibing or working, it's a lot harder, I think, to let it go. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's that's a silver lining if you want to look at that way. But it doesn't, I'm trying to find the silver lining. There's clearly no lining. But what, That's the best part of Jamie, I, by the way, people. Um, I, I try. I do try. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little hitch in my giddy up and it's like a mess. Hot mess express. But I always try and recover as gracefully as possible. And I, I don't, I, I've said this to you, I don't believe that someone else's lack of character or character defects could, should affect my character so i try my best no matter how i'm treated to remain consistent even though sometimes some people really really do really do it's more than pushing a button but um i guess grieve in a healthy way don't stuff it because it'll come out eventually yeah well i also think people i don't know do you know any girls or i I think guys do this too where 
They also don't grieve because they just jump right into another relationship. Yeah. And I... I think there's so many people like that where they're just like literally, they're incapable of being alone. So they'll just latch on to the very next person that they can find. Yeah. And I, I mean, I went, I was going on dates pretty damn early and I got excited pretty early. Um, And it's nice to get attention when you honestly when you feel like shit i'm not even gonna lie like i'm gonna keep it real yeah. like yeah, it's flattering true. and and if, especially if somebody did something really really um really really hurtful to you it's nice to feel that validation i'm like but then again you should be completely comfortable by yourself like before my long-term relationship i was single for five years i was just like meh like mm. If like if I even saw like a crimson flag like not even red I would be like bye and it just like I was not I was so comfortable being by myself and then I think this whole situation like kind of rocked me a little bit and I, and made me realize different things and made me realize what I need to work on and it's just eye opening now to look at it but man for a hot second for like two weeks straight I was like I don't I don't this is not myself I don't know what's happening mm-hmm. so. Like, talking about something that's healthy to help you cope is, I mean, Laura, like, I just call her and just freaking cry. cry. And, like, she, she probably couldn't understand some of the words I was saying, but she stayed on the phone and it made it better because she got it. And, and surrounding yourself with people that are supportive is so important because people still love you just because one person doesn't care for you the same anymore doesn't mean that other people don't value you mm-hmm. so it's nice to have have friends that yeah. give a shit <laughs> yeah and I feel like I did the same thing at some point like I feel like I would call you and I've cried about stuff but at, at this point I'm like literally trying to remember like which dating app horror story that was that like I don't know had me in tears at some point because I know I've done that <laughs> I'm just trying to have, like, I'm like racking my brain I'm like which guy got me so upset that I was actually crying <laughs> let me just count them all no there were, yeah there were I've had I've had my sh- fair share of it's oh you know what it was it was the guy that I caught with the living girlfriend Ooh. that is that's the guy that was the icing on the cake yeah yeah yeah, just acting weird. Yeah, so this was not even a breakup because we weren't even together, but he was just dating. We were dating and he was acting weird. And all it took f- was me to like look at his Facebook profile and see that not only did he st- was he still in the relationship with the person that was supposedly his ex-girlfriend, they were still living together. Um, and I think that one, I think I just got, that was just like the hair that broke the camel's back at that point. Because I'd yeah. had several guys before that just ghost me out of nowhere um, for no reason that I could like really discern or nothing I could really put my finger on. So it was just one of those things where I was just kind of like, fuck dating, fuck guys, like I'm over it. I'm so pissed. I'm angry. I'm upset. Like, why am I putting up with this and why do I keep putting myself out there? So I definitely do remember doing the same exact thing and calling you and just venting. Yeah, well, let's talk about ghosting for a second. I literally would rather somebody tell me the goddamn honest truth and be like, hey, dude, I'm not feeling it anymore, but thank you. That is That shows so much more respect and character. I don't know what the fuck, pardon my French, but I don't know who raised people like or like a pack of wild bulls. Because 
Be, be considerate. Like, don't, A, lead someone on. If you're not interested, that's rude. B, lie about being interested. Change your mind 30 billion times and decide that, oh, let me just string this person along because I know they're a good person. Like, that's not okay. And if you get called out on your shit, which... The top things that men hate is one is Ugg boots, two is rejection, and three is being called out on your shit. So if you get called out on your shit, just be honest. Like, like yeah, I'm being a douche. Or, yeah, I'm not into it anymore. Don't yeah. try and dance around the truth. It's just it's just so disrespectful and rude. Sorry, yeah. I'm all emotional. Yeah, well, I think, I think the yeah. biggest thing, too... Is that you kind of forget because we're on our smartphones or your email, you know, whatever. We're just on our devices all the time. You forget that you're actually interacting with another person. Yeah. Or like it just, the electronic communication almost like dehumanizes you. So it's like, I think people are just much more apt to do shitty things like that where they're not actually giving you an answer or they're not responding because it's just, it's just some words on your cell phone. Like yeah, you, you forget do it that in person. you would never treat someone that way in person. You would never like leave someone hanging or just disrespect them or go mute on them if you're having conversation with them. But yeah, I think you just kind of forget like, oh, there's another person on the other end of this. Just Called communicate. Bread guys. Breadcrumbing. Oh yeah. That's it's a- like Hansel and Gretel. It's like, oh, here, I'm like, throw you a little piece of bread. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a good term. Along. Yeah, that's a good term. It's uh, also called fucked up, but that's uh, yeah. just yeah, one hundred percent. Usually, I don't that. cuss as much. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I'm very, okay. very. Uh, this is a charge exuberant topic. about no, this. This is a charge topic too, and I think like I don't know. At least Jamie, for you and me, I mean Mary Kate, you're also also a babe. But I feel like bikini girls, you get a lot of attention right out of the gate, and guys can be so aggressive because they like the way you look. But then I think it also, at least for me, like I'm always skeptical. I, f- I feel like they're really aggressive up front. And then at some point they may change their mind or not, or they're just a bad person. And then then they ghost you or then they like disappear or you find out they're dating someone else <laughs> and stuff like that. And I think it's just really common for girls that are competitors and who spend a lot of time and effort on their looks. Yeah, it's a it's a little it's almost like maybe maybe I should just go on dates in like sweats. If you like me like this, you're gonna, Yeah. It's like almost it's it's very interesting because I feel like there's different types of manipulation and I feel like a lot of the time I take pe- I make excuses for people for one. I'm like, "Oh, maybe they mean when they're really it's like me putting whipped cream on a pile of shit and calling it pudding with like calling it dessert. So I make excuses for people and she's, Mary Kate's dying. I'm glad you think I'm funny. Uh, (laughs) So I'm past the pudding analogy, but I feel like if you are actively pursuing, they will pull out all the stops, like any tools necessary in order to get what they want. And it's like almost like it's like a game. Like certain people have that, um, they get that high from it, and it's so mm-hmm. bizarre. I'm like, how is this even human? Mm-hmm. But those people exist, and it's nuts. You can't yeah. – it's hard to differentiate. Yeah, yeah. guys will – I don't know. They'll do a lot. They'll put up – they'll cook dinner for you. They'll put up with – I don't know. I've done this where I've pulled out my food scale on dates before. And sometimes, too, maybe this isn't fair. Like, in some ways, I'm kind of trying to test them a little bit. Like, how are you going to react? 
Like, are you actually able to date me? Are you going to freak out if I pull out my food scale? Are you going to be like weird after this? It's like a chess um, game. Yeah. <laughs> Checkmate, bitch. Whereas yeah. <laughs> or, and I've also, I also have shown up to a lot of dates and workout clothes, but it's usually like, oh, I was working an event or something like that. And it's not like I'm coming sweaty to meet them, mm-hmm. but I'll warn them too. Like I'm showing up in gym clothes. Yeah. But guys actually like gym clothes is what I found out. So <laughs> they, like, think- they like to look at you in leggings pretty much. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think that actually is Well, you're is much stunning. So I feel like if you put on a brown paper bag, they're Thank still going to look at you. Thank but you, Jamie. I, uh, Just let me keep fishing. Yeah. <laughs> throw that line out there. I'll reel it in for you. Where yeah. I don't know. It's it's a little bit tricky. And then attraction in general is so weird if you start thinking about it. Like, you're like, hey, I like this human. We like the same weird things. But, like, I feel like so much is focused. Men, men are super visual. So I feel like what Laura was saying about it being distracting to take care of your body and your physique and be competitive and be aesthetically pleasing is almost – it's almost more of a challenge to try and date around that because from a primal instinct, men are hardwired to just procreate, want to procreate. So it's partially their fault and partially genetically hardwired. So, I mean, within reason, it's it's almost like you got a dating handicap. You're like damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Also, I don't know if you ever had this, like people will... I think in an attempt to get to know you and be nice, they'll assume that all you want to talk about is your nutrition and your diet and your training and what are you doing for your workouts. And I've gone on several dates with people where it's like that's literally all they'll, a- that's all they'll ask you about. That's all they want to talk to you about is what you're eating, what you're doing. And I think sometimes, too, it's like they're they're fishing for advice for themselves. Yeah. But I've had people where I've just kind of told them I'm not interested because all they would want to talk about was they would ask me questions about what my workouts and diet were. Yeah. And that gets... Do you think it's like any part of that's all they knew? You know? They're like, I don't know what else to ask you about. Like, yeah, but... Your Instagram sure, like, I, that's sure. All I... No, and that's fair. But it's like I'm... I consider myself a much more multidimensional person than that. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> I've traveled all over the world. I work at an engineering company. I'm definitely... A nerd at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. There's so, there's multiple levels than just that. And it's disheartening when people only focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, like, it's almost like people are like, oh, it's almost insulting in a way because, for instance, I've had people say, oh, well, I didn't know you could actually draw. And I'm like, what is that? What does that mean? Like, do I not look like somebody that can... Can we side note what? that um, Jamie is a fucking amazing drawer? <laughs> like, yeah, Jamie's a like, bomb artist. She's going to yeah. draw something and I'm going to frame it and put it on my wall. So, end of story. Yeah, we need to it. get you to like <laughs> either start streaming or do a art fair. Well, I do little have pop, a little pop-up shop. I do have a, a webcam and a mic now. So. Okay. okay, so make it happen. So make it happen. We'll, we'll have to play around with it. I'm sure I could figure out how to, yeah. how to do it. But, um, no, it's almost like, it's like, so you didn't think that I maybe have other interests besides one thing? It's like... Yeah, or sometimes I think, I think those people, honestly, they may just not be good at making conversation. Oh, that's Because valid. they only have that's one valid. line of questioning. Mm-hmm. And... Fair. Yeah. 
I think, I think that's some of it, at least from my experience, or they're just like, or they're just so in love with the idea of like, oh my God, this girl that just like wears sparkly bikinis. And <laughs> I don't know. Which by the way, are very uncomfortable to sit in, in case anyone's wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's tough too. I don't know. It's for me, I haven't found much luck like dating within bodybuilding, I guess, or within the fitness industry, because at least for me, I do need somebody that's more multidimensional than just someone who wants to think about what their workout and what their supplement stock for that day is going to be and what their macros are going to be. And (laughs) I don't know Yeah, when they're going to foam roll later. Like (laughs) I've, I think I've tried, I've tried dating that type of person and definitely it's short lived. Yeah. So, well, you're very multifaceted, so you need somebody that challenges you and that's, that's normal. Like, yeah, you're not asking for too much, but yeah, man, does it feel like it sometimes? Yeah, it totally. Really does. So we were talking about how to survive breakups or just even when things don't go your way. Do you girls have any other like particular examples recently or not so recent where you definitely had to put effort into just like moving on? Yeah. So know when to walk away from something that's no longer suiting you. One of my one of my girlfriends was talking about she's like you seem stressed out about this like you seem stressed and uh, I go yeah that's right and she goes if it's not fun anymore why and I was like that's the simplest question and there's an answer to that and if somebody's not treating you the way that you would like like you're almost enabling that behavior by letting them continue to do it 100% and part of it's your fault because you're yeah. you're telling people how to treat you. Yeah. So you have a, a, a choice to continue to be okay with that or you have a choice to say, you know what, this isn't serving me any purpose anymore. Like, not that they're a bad person. Absolutely not. Everyone's in their own journey and walk mm-hmm. of life. Yeah. Don't, I don't knock on that. Yeah. But if you're not, if you're not enriching mine, then there's no fucking point. Yeah. So it's really hard too because then you start textbook me I'll make excuses for behavior and and certain things are not okay and certain things are non-negotiable and you could still be nice and put your foot down mm-hmm. so yeah 100 100% you have to teach people how to treat you for you what are some of your non-negotiables or some of the things that maybe over time you've learned to expect or demand in dating scenarios uh, well let's start with one that you think would be common sense but common sense is clearly not that common so um honesty is a non-negotiable i don't care if it makes me cry or you hurt my feelings i would much have more respect for somebody that's telling me how it is telling me what happened telling me the exact truth um i might not like it at the time but i will respect what you have to say And then somebody who is reliable. And I think it it shows, like, people will put effort in what they want. Like, they'll make time for what they want. And somebody who's reliable and who is consistent. Like, I know those are, like, bare minimum things. But in somebody who who gives women respect, like, like, it's... It's bare minimum things, but that's like a foundation. Like, and also learn how to communicate. I guess I could go on for nine years about this, but, but 
I feel like the most sought out things are the most uncommon. I weird enough. What do you think? No, I agree with you. I think people, well, to your point about reliability, everyone is getting so much more flaky. Um, so <laughs> I think it sounds really simple and it sounds really basic. Like, Hey, just follow through with the plans that we made or, you said you were going to call me and then you didn't. Stuff like that. It's like, just follow through with what you say. It's not that hard. But everyone is getting more and more flaky. So it's something I think we all value more now. Um, and we're all probably guilty of it because, again, smartphones are the worst and they make us um, not as considerate as we probably normally would be. Or sometimes, like, I'm, I'll am i miss text messages just because I'm using, I use my phone for work. I use my phone with my friends. And mm-hmm. I get lots of text messages throughout the day. So it can be literally just... Unless I'm making a point to go through and make sure I'm catching up with everything. Yeah. I can miss stuff. Honestly, um, Laura never misses anything. And she's amazing. Well, and she's kept <laughs> me accountable for most. So most of my friends are pretty flaky. And I consider myself the least flaky of all of my friends because I never flake all my friends. But I, Laura holds me accountable to be that person that Thank like I want to be. She and, like, does. I, she does. 100%. Like, literally, like... Oh, I know she's going to be there when she says she's going to be yes, there. Um, I know she's not going to cancel on me. I, and I I would never dare cancel on Mara. Oh, thank oh, you I so much. I would never dare cancel on Mara. Oh. Yeah, no, reliability is so important. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. In friendships and in dating. Like, I don't know. I've definitely left let friendships kind of go by the wayside because I had girlfriends that I couldn't count on to show up when we would have plans, unfortunately. But yeah, no, reliability is huge. And you treat people how to, treat, how to, you know, respond to you and how to interact with you. So it's like if somebody's being flaky, you can make excuses for them and be like, oh, my gosh, they probably broke their arm and they're in the hospital. And so they'll call Or they're probably really, they're sick or they're not. Yeah, or, they, yeah or, you know, they just had a bad work day or something. So um, you can make all those excuses. But until you kind of put your foot down and say, I'm not tolerating this and you don't put up with it. It gives you, it gives that person either the chance to change their behavior or to, if they want to continue it and you kind of say like, Hey, I'm not down with this. Or you just stop interacting with them, stop responding to them. They'll get the message. And, and if they are a good person and if their heart's in the right place and they're willing to make the effort, they will. But, um, you know, if they're not, you won't hear from them. So it's just tough because I think as women, I know I do this, like I'll get excited about someone and then I'm very willing to make whatever excuse I need to make to justify how they're behaving. Um, And and over time, I've cut that shit out, but (laughs) it doesn't mean that it can't still happen here and there. I have the highest certification in doing that shit, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) I will make excuses and be like, well, maybe. And it's just the worst. Like I I, I Like I cut the crap, but it took me a while and it's like, it's like I I am coming to a realization not everyone has the same heart as me, and that's okay. Okay. So Mary-Kate just got a refill, so we're, we're good to go. <laughs> we're, we're caught up. We're caught up. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think one thing I've realized, too, um, I don't know if it was, like, he's just not that into you or a lot of the podcasts that I love to binge listen to, like You Up and Girls Gotta Eat. I finally realized I'm not into guys that are not into me. I like a guy that likes me <laughs> and shows yeah, me. Yeah, 100%. And I think back to probably about a year ago or before that, and I put up with so much BS. Um, 
And and it's like now I'm just not going to tolerate it. Like I only I only like someone who's kind to me that treats me well, that shows up when they say they will, that will make plans, that will follow through with that stuff and and shows that they're interested in me. And anything less than that, I'm not going to be okay with. Like there are so many freaking fish in the sea. I'm okay with that. Like I don't I think if you get caught in the mentality of like, oh, there's just this one guy that I really like and there's not going to be anyone else like him, I think that's when you can get really fixated and really stuck on someone that's not actually treating you good. Yeah. And then you start you start falling in love with what somebody could be or the idea of them instead of the actual reality. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also a cruising for a person yeah. because it's not it's not real and once that fades off, then then you're up shit creek without a yeah <laughs> yeah so what are some tips i mean i have some of my own but like what are some ways you snap yourself out of that if you're if you find yourself in that situation what making excuses for people yeah or just like let's say you're not actually in a relationship with someone but you're maybe dating casually or like seems like you might be exclusive or you're kind of in that middle area and you're getting really fixated but it seems like they're losing interest and you feel like you're about to get like your feelings stepped on like, like what are some ways okay. yeah what are some ways that you like snap yourself out of that well be around people that actually give a shit is a good start um surround yourself with friends talk to your friends about it be around family focus on things that make you feel good like that's probably one of the best things i know we're talking about negative things about breaking up but man it's really rad to be able to a, not have to worry about someone else's someone else's feelings or well-being for a hot second. Be selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, refine yourself and you're like, like if I want to walk around in my Star Wars onesie and eat <laughs> ice cream out of the fucking <laughs> carton and not wash my hair for four days, yeah, I'm gross like that. Then I can do it and then nobody, <laughs> nobody gives two shits because I'm comfortable and if I want to do it, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And... Not saying you can't do that in a relationship, but let's be real, it's a little much. But I Well, but even just in a relationship, like, okay, so you, you're, like, I would still consider you, like, newly single because you were in a long-term relationship. Yeah. You don't have to think about somebody else's schedule. You um, literally 100%. just get to think about your own shit, your own errands. You don't have to think about any other, like, you know, their parties, their family, you know, obligations. Like, you don't have to think about any of that yeah, stuff when you're Yeah, it's almost single. like a weight's, rele- like, released... When you realize something that was very toxic and non-beneficial is no longer serving a purpose in your life. And it's, like, liberating. Like, most of the time, like, I went to an art show by myself. I went and sang karaoke by myself. Like, I went to a movie by myself. And it's because, you know what? Like, I shouldn't have to rely on someone else to fill my void. I should be content by myself. So if I can't do it by myself in my own best company, and then, Kate's giggling. Then, no, <laughs> then, then, nobody, awesome. then nobody else is going to do it with me. Like, you know, like if you don't feel good about yeah. yourself, like yes. don't involve someone else's shit. Don't add that to the equation. Like, yeah. And yes, I'm very nerdy. I really like karaoke. So like we're going to do that. We're going to do it. We're going to do yeah, it. Wayfair Sunday. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? We'll see you guys then. Bueller? Bueller. Anyone want to come with us? Okay. So surround yourself with people you love. Um, what else? Like, what else do you do to snap yourself out of that? Do you have any any pro tips, Mary Kate? Um, oh God. I I have a little bit of a like interesting case is because I have a lot of friends out here, but I also just moved out here. I literally moved out here a year and a half ago, and I have one family member who love him to death, but he's like. 
he does his own thing. So, <laughs> um, so I can't really surround myself with family mem- family members, but I do call my friends a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I like call all the people I love a lot, and I I do that anyway. So I don't really know. <laughs> Just... Yeah, I think it's. I think, too, when you don't have a lot of people around you, you can do something productive. Always, I feel like if you start adding more things that um, aren't productive or any beneficial way, you're going to start feeling worse about yourself. Like, I know for some people, like, after they broke up, they're, like, they started drinking a bunch or, like, picking up unhealthy habits to kind of cope with the pain. But if you go in a direction and set goals, maybe small goals for yourself, like, hey, like, I did this in this amount of days. Like, you have something to look forward to, and it keeps you from getting stuck in your own thought process and your own feelings. Mm -hmm. Because also, just stay busy. Because when I would, I would kind of freak out for a while. Like, when I would leave work, I, because I was so used to my routine, I would, like, almost, I would get hives and start panicking because I was like, oh, I don't have this life anymore. Like, I don't have my animals anymore. And it, like, honestly, I was more upset about the animals, let's be real. But, like, that, like I don't have this anymore, and I was so used to it for so long, and it was a part of me that I was like, well, guess what? You don't have that anymore, so you can accept that, and then you can create a new habit. So you can create a, a, a new routine for yourself. So now, instead of working out in the morning, I work out at night because mm-hmm. then I have somewhere to go. And then I, I have readjusted everything. So build a regimen for yourself. Make yeah. your, make yourself a top priority. Yeah. And for people that compete, I think then probably the natural reaction when you break up with someone is I would say either to almost go off the rails and go away from competing or to just like nosedive and just bury yourself in it. Like yeah. for me, that's definitely what I do. If I find myself disappointed in a dating situation or um, my first two preps of the three, I broke up with someone during those preps like the last several weeks, um, I just like lean into the workouts and mm-hmm. the cardio and I'll get super in my head and super in my feelings and just take all of it out like in my workouts in the gym. Yeah. And for me, it's almost like cathartic, you know, totally go get right. pissed, yeah. go get pissed, do a bunch of deadlifts <laughs> or whatever it is, or just go ham on the Stairmaster for your entire cardio session or whatever it is, and stuff like that makes me feel better. Um, you know, listen to the most, like, emo music you want or whatever. And um, But I think that's that's at least what I observe of people who are in yeah. the competition spaces. It seems like, you know, you go through a hard breakup and either you say, like, oh, this wasn't, wasn't for me. Um, you know, maybe I was too, you know, a lot of times, too, competing can make a lot of strain on a relationship. So... I think sometimes people go away from that and, you know, maybe they put on weight, maybe they start drinking. I've seen that happen. But um, I know for myself, like my very first show, the week before I like moved out of the apartment I was sharing with my boyfriend, which in retrospect was stupid. Like, why did I time it like that? But um, (laughs) it's what it is. It worked out fine. And then my second prep too, I was dating someone who was also kind of prepping for a show and we broke up. prior to it or actually we broke up in between the two shows that I did back to back and um yeah I don't know I think I think prep it it just makes your tolerance for stuff lower so yeah in some ways it almost like facilitated or precipitated those breakups 
Yeah, and you could either... It's also people's mentality, too, when you're an athlete or... Um, I think one of my favorite sayings is this can either make you bitter or it can make you better. And I am so stubborn that I, heaven forbid, that I go the opposite route. Well, guess what? This happened, so it happened, and this is, I'm going to get better from it. And piggyback on what Laura is saying, like, prep is hard, and it's hard on a relationship too, and it has to take a lot of understanding on both parts. Like, like I don't get hangry, but I'm tired. Like, I want to, like, sometimes I just want to sit, I want to sleep. Like, it's exhausting. And to have somebody that doesn't understand that or fights you on that and doesn't really quite grasp that you're your own individual with your own goals can be very challenging, like, can cause a lot of roadblocks. So, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. One of my favorite ways to get over it is just go to the gym. But yep. <laughs> that's 100%. Favorite, I guess that's not that great of a tip. That's, like, my favorite thing to do anyways. It's, But it was really funny. I, <laughs> I was feeling, I was feeling like super emotional and I was like, I'm going to go run by the beach. And I was like literally crying. Like I had two old ladies just go, Hey, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Like, yeah. And I'm like running. I'm like this, they're probably like this chick's delusional, but that was the most cathartic thing. And like people, people shun crying, but that's, get it out. Like. Yeah, you're not a robot. Like, Like, I was really upset, and it was actually like in retrospect, I was like laughing at myself. Like, this is this chick was psychotic, (laughs) but it's real. Like, you're allowed to feel things, and like coming from somebody who told me what I was feeling was wrong or unjustified, or that I was crazy for having any type of feeling, even though it was true, that can that can do some damage. Like. I started thinking that I was the crazy one and it's not the, not the case. Like your, your feelings are valid within reason and you communicating that in a healthy way is not, not anything negative. So that's another key point. Find somebody who knows how to read you. Like they understand you. So I'm just rambling. (laughs) It's okay. No, those are, these are all, these are all great tips. Like actually I do think running is kind of a, a great form of exercise to just get stuff out if you need to. Like I've, I've definitely done that when I'm upset, like not gone to the gym and do cardio, but instead go for a run just to, I don't know, something about that fight or flight response is good for, I think getting out your adrenaline or getting up, getting out your pent up energy or emotion or whatever you're going through. So or you can lift some heavy shit. That yeah, works. you can lift some heavy shit or you can do both. I mean, Laura's like, I maybe usually... you should take up boxing. And I was like, probably. Yeah, boxing, <laughs> boxing classes are awesome. Oh my God, they're um, amazing. Yeah, they're really good. We'll have to, we'll have to go to one at UFC um, Costa Mesa sometime soon. But yeah, no, the, my first few times doing those were amazing i was like wow i didn't realize i had so much anger inside of me <laughs> right you like almost say like oh wow am i crazy like yeah I'm, i'll just think literally of, like, punching the bag i'm like oh god i'll think of like the last little thing that like pissed me off and just go ham on the, the bag yeah. <laughs> <It's nice. laughs> so like dang i guess i'm really yeah, holding I'm on to shit some, do some damage but, yeah besides that i think i think you're right jamie it's like you've got to do stuff for yourself you've got to do things that bring you enjoyment and you have to be good on your own. So it's like that. I think that should be your goal when you're either just disappointed in the way a dating situation turned out or 
you're actually going through a breakup is like literally just think about what is going to bring you happiness and focus on that. Like you still need to have your shit together enough to like get yourself to work, be paying your bills, like, you know, okay, maybe over the weekend or whatever, you take one sick day or something. And if you need to like lay in bed and cry it out or whatever but for most things like if it's if it's not you know a divorce or something like extremely traumatic like pull it together make sure you're still checking the boxes but then just like do the things that are gonna lead you to happiness like whether it's hanging out with your girlfriends or going shopping or reading or drawing or whatever it is like go do those things spend your time doing that stuff say no to the stuff that you don't like doing or quit saying yes to shit yeah quit saying yeah quit saying yes to shit you hate and just focus on you um yeah and and just keep it moving i guess yeah that's it i i totally forgot <laughs> hobbies hobbies dive in your hobbies like <laughs> i hadn't i hadn't drawn in like a while and it was funny a bunch of my friends were like i didn't even know you drew like at all mm-hmm. and not in an offensive way but it's just like that is something that is very um, very close to me and it's a way for me to my express my emotion and it's very cathartic. Mm-hmm. So when it's like, let's be honest, I can't just go every time I'm feeling upset, I can't just go run sprint outside or like work out. So I there's yeah. other there's other <laughs> I, oh, I wish I'd be like <laughs> anyway, but I oh. definitely would encourage people to pick things up that you haven't done in a while things that make you happy and like things that you're that that you're great at and it's important to not lose sight of that and I definitely lost a little sight of that and that's a part of me and I was like wow um that's not gonna happen again yeah do you ever jump back on dating apps to try to make yourself feel better yeah I did actually (laughs) this is so funny how many hours did I have it downloaded before I said I freaked out and then I deleted it it was less than a day. It was less than a day. I was, was just like really, I was hours. like really annoyed because I was like, okay, so we spent the night hanging out, but we were literally just playing on our cell phones, yeah. which like really, I was like, she's like, Jamie, we just spent, and I was like, I'm sorry. We I spent know. our hangout time just playing on our phones. It was bad. It was okay. But it's I had okay. like an anxiety well, now attack. Well, now, now you know how to use Hinge. Yeah. I was so like, I, <laughs> I like had a panic attack and I was like, can't, can't do it. Delete. Nope. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I think you're, like, at least for me, sometimes that'll be my go-to move is just jump back on the dating apps. But sometimes I'll realize, too, like, I'll be on there or swiping or something. I'm just like, you know what? My heart's not really into it right now. So I don't think this is for me. And then sometimes it's like I do feel able to put myself back out there. And it just really depends on what that what the situation is. Like, that guy yeah. that I caught him with the living girlfriend, that was, like, situation, you know... A thousand is what it felt like. It was just, I had all these scenarios of like, I got ghosted by a guy and then he pops back up a month later and wants to go out with me again. And like just all this stuff where I just felt like I was just getting beaten down. And at that point I didn't want to date anyone for like months because I was just exhausted. Um, And and I think there were times where I'd like re-download an app and I was just like, you know what? I literally just can't do this. (laughs) But um, I think depending on your mental state, that could be. That could yeah. be a move is just put yourself back out there. Yeah, I was a wee bit traumatized and I was not ready to be introduced to anyone that was new. Yeah. And it like when you get rattled to a certain point and I'm a pretty positive person and I'm usually I can bounce, bounce back relatively easy. But given this circumstance, I was just I 
there's nothing left. Yeah. Well, how long was your relationship too? Almost four years. Yeah. So four years. That's a freaking long time to be dating someone. Um, And I lived with him. Yeah. That's a long time to be dating someone. And I forget. I don't know. I'm like pulling this number out of my butt. But somebody said that it's like 50% of the time you're in the relationship is how much time you actually need to get over it. And, And that might be an overestimation for some of it. But it's like... You know, if you're in a long-term relationship or if you're in something for a while, you need to give yourself the time to grieve and not, you can't just expect yourself to bounce back a couple weeks later and be, be back to your, who you were before, back to normal, happy self. Yeah, I can totally see that because the guy that I dated before that, um, it took me a while to get over him and the five years I was, I mean, dating people, but I was also very cautious and um it took me a while to get over him but this situation is really different and I think it's because um the person that I was with was not who I thought they were so you can't be upset when that person never really existed in the first place almost and it makes sense to me like that Mm -hmm. it still it still hurts but it's different it's so bizarre like uh, every every grief and every relationship is completely different yeah. Completely different. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But everything happens for a reason and certain things are shown to you for a reason and it's a learning experience and man, mm-hmm. what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I should be able to bench press a Buick at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can like emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Laura. <laughs> No, I just think, I think the time to be single is like, you know, focus on your happiness, focus on other areas of your life, like, you know, dive into work, whatever it is, just keep yourself busy, do stuff, do stuff that you like, hang out with your friends, get out there, be social. But yeah, don't, don't wallow or sit in it. Um, Do you think breaking up with someone on or off season is harder? Or, or just having a, a dating situation disappointment what do you think because actually okay i'll tell you my answer you go you first. go you no, go no, first. No, 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 i don't go know first. i don't you go first okay. i think it's hard either way okay go ahead. so here's what i think my thoughts are that a breakup let me think about this i, I want to say one is easier than the other i think a breakup is easier on prep mm-hmm. And a dating disappointment. Mm, I don't know. Actually, I think prep is easier. Totally. And you I have a distraction. Prep is easier. Yeah. Is that fair? Okay. Yeah. No, I Plus think they're both. bomb, too. I think so they're like, bo- yeah. I think <laughs> All right. You're like me. Guess what? <laughs> like, you're look lost. At, look at my six pack, bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I think both of them are easier on prep. 100%. Dang, okay. 100%. You've got a goal in mind. You have other things to keep you busy, to keep you occupied. You have to do a shit ton and you of cardio. Are royally fucked if you're not in prep. And yeah, it's just a hot mess. No. Yeah, no, you're same. right. Prep is way easier. Um, yeah, I guess what are, what, are, no, what are. Okay, so what are the downsides on prep? Like, prep, you're like more emotionally fragile, but yeah, you're right. You look awesome. You have a very clear goal that you're working towards. Um, 
I think at some point you just start getting compliments now, left and right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that helps your ego in a breakup situation. And now you're in a relationship with your prep diet. So you're fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's you're true. committed to your chicken that's and true. Tupperware and it's good. Like as soon as you, yeah, um, I'm not really, I don't know. Yeah. I think that. I guess you're just a little more tired on prep, but. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like, I don't get hangry. I would, I'm the person that falls asleep everywhere, so. Yeah. Okay, so so breakup and off-season, what? You're not, probably not as confident body-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel, too, some girls say that off-season is so much harder than prep. It is. I don't know if I agree with that. I think I think it goes both ways, but I think the one thing is I feel a pressure to like live like as I'm doing the air quotes live my life when I'm in off season I feel yeah. like there's a pressure oh, to like yeah. go do stuff and go live do all the if things. that makes sense yeah like why well you're not on prep why aren't you xyz because I maybe don't or, want to or even <laughs> if you are it's like oh crap I gotta get all of this stuff that I want to oh, yeah. do in FOMO yeah in this yeah totally totally FOMO um, in this period of time, because I'm going to be back on that diet again. Yeah. And then my life is prep. Yeah. It's so, challenging. Yeah. So I think it's harder in that way. It's like you're not as body confident. You're feeling, I've, at least for me, I'm feeling a lot of pressure to like, quote unquote, live. Yeah. When you're in off season, which is stupid because that should be the time where you just chill out. Yeah. Um, but yet I'm feeling all this pressure. Type A, smell the flowers. Flowers <laughs> smell like champion. When I sent you that, I I oh found it. God. I've had that in my phone for like, we're talking about this funny meme that says, we were talking about being type A. And it's like, has like this thing that pans to the guy smelling, stop and smell the roses. And then the other guy go like is aggressively smelling the roses and saying like, has like this trophy that says flower smelling champion. It's so funny and it's yeah. so true. Yeah. I'm like, God damn yeah, it. That's, like, <laughs> that's my personality. Same. So it's, yeah, I guess the, yeah, it's like, we don't, we don't just want to lose weight. We want trophies for losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> is the mentality of a bikini girl. So you have to be a little bit psycho, but <clears throat> yeah, no, I think, I think you're right. I think prep is easier. Off season is weirdly harder. Um, yeah, although I guess you can always you can always comfort yourself with some ice cream or some pizza or something. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. Donuts. It is a slippery slope. It just leads to more body consciousness. Yeah, it's not <laughs> donuts, good. but yeah, yeah, no, I can see that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Moral mm-hmm. of the story is just be happy. Don't worry. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no moral of the story is I think is like chase your chase your happiness. Um, not people you teach people how to treat you so keep your standards high and make sure you're only hanging out with people that are treating you the way you want to be treated and if it's not fun anymore don't fucking do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's it we did it she wrote we did it okay that's all she She wrote conquered the beast okay time time to go get ice cream donuts or something yeah All right. right. (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of bikini things Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, and give us a five-star rating. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's it. 